0: Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the
1: Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancor, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger.
2: Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks.
3: Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And
4: I'm Lauren, your humble DM, and welcome to Distinguished Adventurers. Last time on Distinguished Adventurers... Our heroes have been exploring the tower of the dead necromancer Wendragod, which they now own the deed to. After checking out some of the first floor, they climbed to the second floor to discover Orna, a ghostly emerald dragon who enjoys taking the form of inanimate objects like chairs and ferns. Orna's spirit was trapped on the floor with holes in her memory on how this came to happen, though she knew Wendragod was somehow responsible. She believed there was an object somewhere on the floor that was anchoring her soul to the tower, but whatever foul magic was holding her prisoner kept her from remembering what or where it was. Our heroes were more than happy to help the trapped spirit, and thanks to Shadow's extraordinary senses, they narrowed down the location of the object they're looking for to a plush music parlor filled with a magical harpsichord, a giant octobass, some fancy decor, and a few notes of music carved on the wall and with that we return to our story already in progress
0: okay jonathan the medramuscular uh comes out of it and who has proficiency with with instruments of our group bernie and was it just carlton bernie and carlton okay yeah hey bernie carlton jonathan the Muscular has an idea Uh uh-huh this harpsichord is containing something
3: perhaps it's orna
0: maybe the scratching on the wall—does that look like it was scratched by something, or does it look like it was like put into the wall as part of a as part of a uh, like decoration?
4: To all of your eyes, it's definitely put into the wall as decoration. And okay, especially Jonathan, you would know this because you know that these walls are nigh impossible to
0: to scratch.
4: To to scratch. So this was part of the creation of this room.
0: I, I was thinking that maybe Orna in her. Uh right before she got uh she got the, the whammy on her. Uh maybe managed to scratch a clue, but anyway.
3: Or it's
0: can you guys music. play that on here?
3: Sure. Yeah. 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 Do you wanna do you wanna be a harpsichord or do you wanna be the big the
0: big Do it on the uh actual well, try it on the harpsichord first and if nothing happens, maybe try it some involve some of the other instruments. But but let but try it on the harpsichord first.
4: <laughs> and I'm just not- to be clear, there is only the one other instrument. There's the big, giant mm-hmm. octobase. The, the bass, right. Yeah. Carlton... I
2: might be better at the bass than the... Yeah. But uh, bass, like, boom 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 or, yeah. like, yes. horn. Okay. That, yeah. Well, I'm bad with both of those. I'm good with blowing instruments. I mean, I could try...
4: Yeah, because the both of you are proficient in a, in a musical instrument, you can try, absolutely. Would you like to try to play together? Are you doing Bernie, one Bernie, do you one? want
2: to take the notes that are lower on the harpsichord and I'll reach up for the higher ones and we'll play I together? I we
4: should just... Is it, is it written in two parts or is it... It's just one part, but you think it could be played on both instruments. Let's just
3: play it as is. All the notes all the way through. Okay. Bernie's going to sit there and do that thing that you do when you're like trying to learn a piece of music and you like <laughs> don't actually play, but you're just, it's called fingering and I don't want to say that out.
0: No, that's that's <laughs> what that's, it is. That's what it's that's called. The
4: technical technical, that's the technical term. That's the technical term. It is. Bernie and Carlton, I need you both to give me performance checks. All right.
0: Before we do that, I'm trying to find any buffs that I might have to help. Travancore, do you have guidance yet? I do not. I don't think I do. At least you have enhance ability.
1: Enhance ability. Don't think I do.
0: Okay. I would say that those would either or both of those would probably be good. I could cast it, but that would blow my ninth level spell. <laughs> those are those are divine spells. You do. You are a divine spellcaster, so they are probably they might. I, I don't re- I don't remember that they laser. might be
2: higher for the druid than he is
0: right or that I can't remember they might be on the ranger spell list uh I I but I don't I don't remember the ru the druid or it might be, be fine problem.
3: we'll yeah. do it a couple times it's not I mean, <laughs> mean if we find out that this instrument breaks if we fail then so well. I,
0: I'm guessing bernie doesn't have guidance or uh, or or enhance ability either oh,
3: let me see well they got a seven I don't think i
4: Um, I think in that case...
0: Because Bless would also do it, right? I can do Bless. Is that ability? Is that ability
4: checks? (laughs) No, saving throws. Yeah, you would need Guidance, which I don't believe anybody has, or or Enhance Ability. If I have it, I don't think I prepared it, honestly. Okay. All right. All right, so Carlton got a seven? Seven. Bernie, what'd you get? (laughs) I'm Rusty.
1: I'm Rusty. Bernie got
4: a 19. Excellent. Carlton goes over to the octobase and kind of takes a moment and sets up. Do you do you play it uh, with your fingers or do you grab the bow?
2: Carlton goes over and with a with a seven, would he know to not turn it like ninety degrees and play it like a, a like a bass guitar? I with a seven, would he still know to play it upright?
4: I I think even with a seven, he would know to play it upright because as an octobase, it is literally so large you could not play it sideways. You but would, he's Carlton. Ha- yes. But it is bigger than Carlton. Holy crap! I just looked up a
3: picture of this.
2: Okay, uh, in that case, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna finger it. It's the technical term.
4: <laughs> God, I'm yes, so. For those of, God, for those of you fun. at home, the octobass is a real thing. Okay, it's so huge. you start to play, Bernie starts to play. Both of these instruments are in tune. They, they oh, are, Jesus Christ! That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking like regular upright bass,
2: but like maybe mm-hmm. eight strings or something.
0: Nope. That's that's a cello for a dragon.
4: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, maybe. That's an accurate way to describe it. Bernie, you start to play and it's a simple piece that's written on the wall. It only takes one hand. So you end up just very simply do, 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 and do. I feel
3: like a 19 should have gotten me a little more than that
4: well a 19 is a success it's just a very simple tune Carlton, you're just hot plucking cross notes.
2: buns. Hot cross buns. <laughs> with a seven,
4: it's not hot cross buns. It is indistinguishable from you. Just, pl- I don't even think that you're getting notes. I think you're just. I, I,
0: I think like an eleven would have been hot cross buns.
4: I think
3: yeah. He's being like boop. and we're just like, no, that's not. That's and not- and Carlton
2: thinks he's jam- like he's like vibing <laughs> with like the random notes he's throwing out.
4: Yep. Two things happen simultaneously. (laughs) So let me describe them both and then you can react to this. And so both of you play. Bernie actually plays. Carlton just kind of plays until Bernie stops and then Carlton stops. Bernie, the harpsichord, it seems to vibrate a little bit extra on that last note, which is surprising because harpsichords are very plucky, kind of pizzicato type instruments. And there's a very audible click and you look up over where the the music would normally be seated on the harpsichord, and something has opened in the top of the harpsichord. There's like a little, a latch has come up and you can see there's now a, something has been exposed on the innards of the harpsichord. At the same time, Carlton, as you finish the last note, you hear what sounds like an old man go, oh, fine, all right, okay and the front of the Octobase opens like it's a door. Carlton, you're just kind of standing there holding it as the front of this opens out wide and an old human in ragged robes that you had no idea was in this thing, stumbles out and looks at all of you and says, did Winter God invite you? Yes. In the
3: manner of speaking, I'm sorry, there's a whole ass human in that instrument. Is that why you couldn't play it, Carlton?
2: Yes, that is exactly the reason why I couldn't play this instrument. otherwise, it would have been perfectly good sounding
3: can bernie can Bernie reach in and try to grab whatever it is she really wants to give Orna her life back,
4: <laughs> yeah. So as as the rest of you start to talk to this human, Bernie, you, you kind of reach up and over, and you pull out this very ornate spyglass. It's beautifully made with brass and gold inlays. When you actually open it up to its full extent, you can see that the lenses on it are just perfectly made. It's just beautifully crafted. And Orna, I need you to give me a perception check and a intelligence saving throw. Ooh,
5: okay. Uh, so for the perception check, that would be 30.
3: Hey. <laughs> okay. You know everything going on on this floor.
5: <laughs> and then an intelligence yeah, saving an throw? Yeah, intelligence saving throw, please. 19.
4: With both of those, you clock everything that's going on, obviously, because all of this is kind of happening at once. It's It's a lot. You know in the depths of your soul, that's the soul anchor. That's the thing keeping you here. That's that's it. You don't know why, you don't know how? That's it. What Bernie has in her hands. And you also know we gotta get away from this asshole. You don't know why, you don't know how, but this old man is trouble. And at the same time you are realizing all of that, this old man turns to Carlton, Jonathan, and Travancore and says, What what are you all doing here? I've sorry, I've been in that for a very, very long time, Wendragod. Told me to go on in, and I had to. Who are you?
2: We're friends. He gave us the deed, so we can get in here to let you out. Uh, what was your name again? Just to make sure I got the right person.
4: Uh, Zartem.
2: Yeah, he Zartem. He gave
4: that- you his deed. That doesn't. Wait. No, sound he said like that's the only way you can
2: get in. It is the key, and then we yeah. bring it back to him.
4: That doesn't sound like he would give anyone the deed to this place, well, even just to get on in and out. Well, he you an
3: upright octobase, so... Mm, well, yeah he's, yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but we outclassed the asshole, out asshole the asshole, so he was like, oh, yeah, so give the deed, get in, make sure he, this guy's still alive doing what I need him to do, you know, go check on him.
3: Bernie's, like, motioning for Orna
4: to change into a a carpet and roll herself over. <laughs> <laughs> and Bernie, as as you speak up, this ancient human starts to stumble towards you, like listening to what you were saying about being an asshole, so coming closer. And Orner, what are you doing in this moment now that you've had this realization?
5: Yeah, Orner's Orna's kind of like, you know, taken aback, like the shock of, of finding her, her soul anchor for the, the first time and realizing what it is. I think seeing... Seeing this this ancient person walking on over to it kind of snaps her out of it. She's like, "Oh, um, uh, uh Bernie, I I need that."
3: Uh, oh, of course, yes, obviously. Yeah, we
5: should we should just like we should we should go. I mean, we we should, should like go somewhere else.
3: That was yeah. We were gonna um, you were gonna show me how you could turn into a filing cabinet, but we can't do that in here because it doesn't match the
4: decor. And she just like hops off sure. and like, tucks the spyglass yeah. under her arm. And as you do, uh, Zartim comes closer and says. You're not supposed to be taking anything from here. I, I, this is, this is, you're not God. What what did you just grab? Okay, we got,
2: I think we have some missing. What we have here is a failure to communicate. <sighs> what is it that you think is supposed to be happening? Because obviously what you think is different than what the actuality is that he told us. So you've been in there for a while, so you don't have the most updated information. Where did you leave off in your information so that we could update you on the new happenings?
4: Well, where I left off was that Wendragod told me to get into the base, which I kind of had to do until someone let me out, which you did. Yes, there we go. And now I have to continue to protect his home. And as this old man says that, you watch, he brings his arm back like he's going to claw at Bernie but instead of the wrinkly old flesh of an ancient human, it extends and it turns into this massive claw as his body distorts and essentially blows up into what can only be described as a giant frog person. And I need everybody to roll initiative. <laughs> Bernie says, oh, are you kidding
1: me? Bernie
3: looks at Ornan and says, this is not the first time.
1: Okay.
4: I'm putting you kind of in vague-ish positions, but once again, we are we are theater of the minding this up. So I will, I will, yes, I will, yes, and a lot of things. This is
0: going to be a preview of future uh, campaign two combat, as we've discussed in other in other places. But yeah, this is what you can expect in campaign two when we get into a fight. Oh, no
1: more uh, flanking.
3: Okay. My proficiency bonus was <laughs> not added to my playing. When I rolled, so I just want to say I did a better job on that harpsichord than I was given credit for.
0: <laughs> Apparently, you did. W- so, my, my I, I'm wearing my uh, my escape room shirt, and as soon when Lauren was describing all the stuff, my escape room sense went off.
4: You see, ooh, yes. Okay, let me get some initiatives from people. Uh, Orna,
5: I got a, a very strong six.
4: Very strong <laughs> six. Well, you're you're kind of distracted by the thing that you you now know is your thing. Yeah, uh, Carlton. Carlton got an 18. Jonathan?
1: Uh, soft 20, again. Travancore? 19.
4: And Shadow?
1: 13, or 14 rather, plus the plus one.
4: And Bernie? Bernie also got a six, but that's fine. <laughs> Jonathan, you are the first to go. You watch as this old man transforms into this horrific frog-like creature towering over Bernie, practically towering over Carlton but it's wide and awful.
0: You say frog-like creature. Does Jonathan recognize what kind of creature this is? Jonathan the player thinks he has an idea, but does uh, Jonathan the medge muscular? Because that's going to inform the ne- what happens next.
4: That makes sense. Uh, give me a nature check.
0: Nature. Got it. 18.
4: Heard of slods. You've, you've heard of them before. You know they're horrific aberrations. You're not quite sure which kind this is. That's fine. You, you but, do know there's multiple kinds.
0: Right. But I also know that they're extra planar, right?
4: They're aberration. So, uh, yeah, I'll say yes.
0: Okay. Uh, he's, and Jonathan's matrimuscular <laughs> goes, all right, uh, time for you to go home. And he's going to cast... Uh, what does upcasting banishment do?
4: It just lets you target more creatures.
0: Target more creatures. Then there's no reason not to do just a... Plain Jane, 4th level Banishment.
4: Alright, what's the save?
0: It is a Charisma saving throw DC, 19.
4: Charisma? That is a dirty 20. Mm -hmm. This this frog is surprisingly charismatic.
0: And Jonathan, uh, the magic master, (laughs) says, well played, frog, and (laughs) and he is going to, I don't think he has a, a bonus action at the moment, so... Actually, is he is he right up on this thing or can he w- just walk away?
2: I'd imagine I'd be the closest to it because I was the one holding the base.
4: So I'm going to say... Actually, I am. Yeah, it's five feet away from Bernie, 10 feet away from Carlton, and the rest of you are 10 to 15 feet away. So at the moment, Bernie is the only one who is next to it. All of you have, within one round of movement... All of you could reach the door and get out of here. The room is not incredibly large and none of you have gone so deep into it as to like be tripping over chairs and stuff. Well, so it sounds
0: like this thing's gonna need to die, but Jonathan the Metromuscular, just in case, is gonna walk closer to the door but not go through and is going to be done.
4: And what would Bucks like to do, since Bucks is just going to go on your turn this time? Bucks
0: is going to fly out of the room and perch himself on the railing near the staircase that's to the north-west, or northeast of the door, and just c- keep a lookout and make sure no other slots show up.
4: All right. It is now the slods' turn. Orna, make a insight check.
5: Ooh, okay. Insights. Yes. Would be a 14.
4: You see it watch. Jonathan move towards the door, and its eyes narrow a little bit, and then it it seems to focus on you for a moment, and then it goes back to Bernie. And your initial instinct about we just gotta get out of here, you're feeling that. You don't know why, but you watch as it, it it watches and it clocks the three of you for different reasons. As it is going to attack. Yeah, it's gonna try this. Jonathan is casting a spell. Jonathan the Medge Muscular is
0: going to smirk a little bit and say, whoa, buddy, we 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 just met. Come on now. And he's gonna use a fifth level spell slot for a counterspell.
4: Okay. I need you to roll. Okay. Fifteen? With a fifteen.
0: Yeah, that's not actually. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. So I would know that a 15 is not gonna be enough because that would already do a a. Fifth level spell. Fifth level spell. So I am going to burn a point of luck on that because I I, I don't know what this thing is doing. And let's see here. So let's try that Yeah, again. 15 is about the best I can do.
4: All right. You release your counter spell and it hits this creature and it continues to cast the spell and it seems to, in a rather grotesque way, bring its claws together and scrape them against its, its own froggy flesh. And you see this poisonous yellow-green fog begin to eke out and fill basically this whole space. And I need everybody... To make a constitution saving throw. And I'll tell you the DC just to make life easy. Um, The DC is a 17. So you can (laughs) tell me if you make it or not. And I'm going to say Jonathan and Bucks are the only ones who are out of it. Oh, okay.
2: Then we're fine.
0: Yeah.
4: Everybody else, though, needs to make the constitution saving throw.
1: You said 17?
4: Uh, DC of 17. So uh, Travancore and Shadow?
1: Travancore fails. Oh, Shadow, Shadow, Shadow passes.
4: Shadow passes? Uh, Carlton?
2: Uh, with a plus 11 in my con saves, I fail. Oh,
4: I, I no. mean, it, it happens. Bernie?
3: Yeah, I got a one, so that's a fail. Bernie, what,
4: what is it about uh, trying to resist whatever is happening that, that you fail at resisting?
3: Bernie is thinking about getting the Spyglass to Orna... She also is actively thinking about this new spell that she recently took on, and has been sort of like thinking she could use. And she's just like pondering. She's in the face of this. She is, has had this thing. She goes, and then like, and then she's like, Oh god! And and she she thinks Coco Snoots farted, but clearly that's not what happened.
4: I mean, this is the worst smell ever of, of all time, or no? You, you have get? you ever
3: had a dog? You know the
4: kind of smells they can make. Oh, yeah, this is worse. Orna, what'd you get?
5: That's a 28, so it should be good.
4: So, yeah, with your 28, you're going to take half of this half. You'll still take some damage, which is weird, because you shouldn't take a lot of damage, but something about your etherealness, you're not going to take a lot. If you failed, you're going to take 25 poison damage. If you succeeded, you're going to take half, and Orna, you'll take half of half. All right. And this fog stays there, this, this... miasma of yellow-green mist just hangs in the air as you hear this creature. (laughs) And Travancore, it is your turn.
1: Ooh, what to do? So is the green thing Orna or is the green thing the the monster?
4: Uh, The green thing is Orna, and (laughs) I haven't been able to put a monster on there. Uh, Basically, it's just next to Bernie. Uh, You know what? Bucks, for the moment, is going to stand in for the monster. (laughs) Okay, Bucks is in a safe place. (laughs)
0: Playing the slot tonight is one Buckstrom Bertram Bellwether.
4: (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) He's getting credits. All right. All right. I was thinking about doing something more powerful, but Bernie's too close to it. She's going to get hurt. All right. So what Core is going to do is he's going to go back 5, 10, 15, 20, 25,
4: 30, 35, 40 And that gets you pretty much by the door and also out of the cloud.
1: I think I only have 30
4: 30 still gets you out. It seems like this this miasma is centered on the creature and is 20, a 20-foot 20 radius from it. So All right, good 30 enough. feet gets you out.
1: So we're going to cast Hunter's Mark as a bonus action. And I'm going to use my feet for sharpshooter. And we're going to try and hit this thing. Let's see, Hunter's- Sure. Oh, no. Uh, 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 uh. My minus five. 16 to hit?
4: 16 does not hit. In that moment where you're thinking of doing something more powerful and then realize that Bernie is going to get hurt, that just kicks your aim just enough that it doesn't hit anything. But you have a second attack.
1: That's true. Let's just do a plain chain arrow. All right, that one's 27 to hit.
4: That definitely hits. Go ahead and Red. roll damage.
1: Red, a 14 total.
4: Excellent. That second arrow definitely sinks in under this amphibious creature. And you, you watch as this icky yellow blood starts to leak out. It reels at your hit, but it's still looking at Bernie. Anything else?
1: No, I think I'm done, Shadow's not close enough to do anything.
4: All right, Carlton, it is your turn, Shadows on Deck. The Distinguished Adventurers are huge fans of Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's a Dungeons and Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. It is so much fun to put together a formation that includes champions from our favorite D&D streams, books, and more. Every week there's something new happening in the game, and it's available on almost any platform. Need some loot to gear up your champions? We're happy to offer a free Electrum Chest to all of our listeners. This week's code expires on July 31st at 8 p.m. Pacific. So open up the game, go to the shop, and type in this code. C U L L R H U S. G-L-U-T. So use that code and let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops. Back to the show.
2: All right. Carlton's going to move up to Kermit here. And then he is going to uh, go. He's a little angry about being uh, farted on. So Uh, Carlton. Yeah,
4: I know you're really angry at being farted on. I do need you to make the constitution saving throw since you're staying in the cloud. 15. You are going to take, I'm rolling consistently, 25 poison damage as you are staying in the cloud. But now you can go. Sorry.
2: Yeah. (laughs) How far out from, it was what, 10
4: feet you said? 20 feet out from it gets you out of the cloud and all of you can get to the door essentially in a move. Those who have already gone would need to move again but y- you could get out of here all of you could get out of here if you wanted
2: okay in that case uh what i'll do is come up next to it mm-hmm. still in the cloud the cloud is between me and the door yes then i'm going to take a couple rage because i'm pissed off about being farted on <laughs> uh, i mean who wouldn't be who who wouldn't be uh and then we're gonna do a couple of attacks at this guy
4: all right shadow is on deck and then bernie is afterwards just for numbers, if you want to prepare what you are going to do.
2: Does a 29 hit.
4: Absolutely.
2: All right. 16 points of magical slashing. Sure. Second attack, 23. That hits. For another 16 points.
4: Consistent. I like it. Yeah. You know, I'm
2: feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Uh, I don't like fart frogs. Uh, so we're going to accent surge and do this uh, second verse, same as the first. All right. Does a 16 hit?
4: 16 does not hit. Okay. it's It but swings a little 34 wide. 34 crits. 34 does crit. Okay, roll your damage. Let's. Uh, while you're rolling your damage, Shadow, what would you like to do?
1: All right, Shadow's going to go right up to it. I um, guess he's going to have to roll a okay. con saving throw to see if it does the damage.
4: Yeah, when you start your turn in the cloud, you're supposed to...
1: You got it. Let's Do that see. con save. And he has advantage on this, thank goodness. <laughs> oh, never mind. He doesn't... How do you roll the second dice? Um, 23, but that's natural. 20.
4: Oh, yeah. With a natural sway, I'm going to say he thinks enough to hold his breath as he darts forward towards this froggy creature. So it doesn't take any damage.
1: Nice. All right. So multi-attack inbound. All right. First, 21 to hit? Absolutely. Uh, Shadow got seven damage, but only like one point from fire.
4: Okay. It all does seem to go through uh, because Shadow is now considered a magical creature. Go ahead and do your second attack, Carlton. Now, what was the damage you got from your crit, crit, crit? 37. Yeah, your sword sinks in deep. It's- 37? It's rough. Uh, and what did Shadow get for the second attack?
1: So 24 to hit.
4: Absolutely. And then I throw
1: the damage, right? right it's the yep. same thing. All right. Oh, that's a lot better. All right, it's going to be 16 total damage, uh, three of which are fire.
4: Excellent. Uh, yeah, it takes it all. This creature's starting to look rough, but Bernie and Carlton and- Especially since the uh, Bernie, it's your turn now. You do notice that after every hit, it's starting to heal. Hmm. And Bernie, it is your turn. Hmm. Okay.
3: Uh, as a bonus action, Bernie is going to cast a very, very, very big spiritual weapon that okay. l- looks like a frog gigging stick. <laughs> okay. Wait, so return the
0: return of the, of the frog stick. stick. Yeah. The
3: frog uh, for stick is back. those of you at home that don't know, picture a trident without—it's a bident. Mm-hmm.
2: It is bident. Bident is the thing.
3: We're casting this at fifth level. All um, right. This is a bonus action that we're just doing first. It's going to roll its attack. That's a twenty-eight. That hits. Uh, and Orna, you're on deck after this. And that's eighteen points of presidential damage okay hold on let me i want to say spiritual weapon does force damage yes it It does does force force damage damage. yeah so but then question for you lauren if i move into another plane any item i have on my person comes with me right yes okay also
4: i forgot you've started your turn in the cloud kill i do need you to make a constitution i was gonna have her move out whoops but okay i'll make a con
3: save since i forgot that My I was listening to you tell everybody, you know, if you started,
4: I was like, I'm going to do it. And then I didn't. So, Bernie, I will also let you know, you do know for a fact, plane shift won't work in here. Because when you first entered the tower, Jonathan did an investigation. And the way this tower was built and the enchantments on it prevent people from teleporting in or out by any means so i will give you that for free okay because you would bernie would know that well
3: damn there goes my cool thing
4: but it's a cool thing but i'm not gonna i don't want you to waste it because bernie would know this so bernie's gonna
3: wheeze breathe in a little more poisonous gas and then fail, but but not spe- as spectacularly as last time. She's like, God, God damn it! And then, as we re- as she realizes that's not going to work, how I thought it was. I haven't cast this in such a long time. I'm gonna cast Spirit Guardians.
4: All right. Also at I level five. good Spirit Guardian. All right. What's the the save it needs to make? Wisdom DC nineteen. It fails.
3: Yes. All right. That would be. Bernie is like, look. Um, She's like, I can make them change form too. And um, they look like a billion little Orna chairs. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> They're just like a swarm of chairs. A chair swarm. A chair swarm. And that is 38 points of chair damage. Radiant. I believe that's also force. Radiant. Yeah. It's actually radiant. Oh, radiant. Because they are spirit guardians. So there's a, a giant gigging stick. And Bernie looks at Orna and says, I can make things be different things too. That's so cool. And she also uses her movement to get out of the cloud. That's the last bit okay. of her.
4: You do take 25 poison damage, God, from y- damage. Not being able to get. Yeah. And you do know if you move away, you'll get, you'll get an attack of opportunity on you. However, both you and Orna, who is up next, see that the amount of damage that you've put on this creature, it's almost dead. It's very close to dead. So do you still want to take the attack of opportunity and try to walk away, or do you want to stay there?
3: I think ah, uh, you know, it's up to you. Bernie's gonna risk it because the priority is a getting away because Orna was clearly, I mean, obviously now, but b getting orna her her like corporeal or incorp whichever self she needs to be, either to move on into the afterlife or resume life here.
4: Yeah. Does a 19 hit you? I know you're wearing armor and a shield and everything. I know, Amara.
3: Oh, oh, I keep scrolling up like that's actually...
4: Yeah, it does hit. Okay, you're going to take 13 points of slashing damage as this thing lashes out at you. And Orna, it is your turn. You watch as so Bernie, who has your soul anchor, is leaving. But this creature, who is still next to some of your friends, looks almost dead. Okay, well,
5: that was Fury called for... And I think we need to put an end to this. Orna's going to start trying to grow and expand and trying to breach into the material plane in her physical form.
4: And you do. You, you know that you can do this every once in a while. You put all of your effort into becoming manifesting a physical form. You've got about a minute. What would you like to do? Which is an eternity in combat bernie did a great job with this i think we just need a,
5: a, to, to put this to an end and uh she's just gonna go for the bite attack trying to to grab the frog in her teeth sure just,
3: like shake it like a like a retriever mm-hmm. with a
4: toy
5: exactly which will be a 28 to hit i believe oh,
4: oh yes oh yes
5: yeah 28 to hit and then that's 23 piercing damage and, and uh, uh, another, oh.
4: I'll, I'll save you as you bite down on this creature. Describe in gory details the death of the slod. <gasps> as it had eight hit points left.
5: Phenomenal. Yeah, Orna just grows into an actual physical embodiment of an emerald dragon. The long neck uh, that she had shown before clamps down on the slot and just starts shaking it all across the room. And through that... It just collapses.
4: <laughs> collapses like a flan, a really disgusting yellow-green oh. flan. It's awful. The cloud kill goes away. And as you all have this moment as we step out of combat, Orna, you can't help but now turn to the pocket that Bernie put your soul anchor in. It calls to you. Oh,
3: it's not a pocket. It's my armpit. Bernie, like, <laughs> Bernie's like, I, it's warm, but not... I. I'm I I bathe and wear deodorant and I think this is probably yours.
5: I think I think it is. This it, it's calling to me. It looks familiar. I this is my soul anchor
4: here. Do you take it?
5: Absolutely.
4: As you reach out and wrap your claws around even though you're in a physical form at the moment, your claws sink into it. Bernie, you feel as you're handing the spyglass over as though it then becomes ethereal and breaks apart into what might be fireflies, you're not sure, little dots of emerald that swarm around and then swarm into Orna. And yeah, you remember being stuck here, and you can leave now if you want. You know you can actually take the stairs down and just get out of here and go on to whatever whatever dragons do next
5: when they die. I remember everything, and I can... I can leave. I can I can finally move on. Th- thank you. Thank you, Bernie. You all thank, thank you for, for solving this. Uh, I, I know there's a way I can I can repay you. I don't have access quite, you know, quite, quite have access to the, to the giant horde at the top of the tower. But I think I, I can help you get there. It was at the top, not the bottom. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 up.
3: There was a room at the bottom with some pretty interesting stuff, actually. But it's good to know that that was not your stuff that we were catching.
5: No, well, I mean, I, I I can leave now. I don't have any use for it anymore. So, and I, I remember who I was. I was the the observant hand. That's that's what they called me. Hmm. I, I can finally go. Thank
1: you. Can I can I have your nickname now that you're not using it anymore?
5: No, Trevor. Uh, no, that's wow. what we're gonna
0: know her by. No, that's the observant hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought we call her Orna. Well, Orna, I mean, the observant hand. You're not just yeah. gonna take her part of her legacy,
2: but no. she's not using it anymore.
0: She's, still she's using u- it. literally using it forever.
3: In the ethereal plane, if but, that's where she wants yeah. to. Google.
0: If we, listen, if you you're the colonizer her
1: here. Stop trying to colonize. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trevor Core dejected is gonna say. Well, it's worth a you shot. You
3: have a lot of titles, Trap and Korn. They're all really good.
1: I do, and I appreciate that you are the kind of. Do you want to be the all-seeing hand instead? I, I appreciate, Orna, that you were the kind of armchair that didn't tell people what they should have done after the
4: fact. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. god, that's amazing! You're a capital S pair of eyeballs. I love that so much, Orna. <laughs> you feel the urge to leave the tower as you tell people about your your epitaph, your name, and is there any less last- last words you want to impart as you float away to your afterlife?
5: No, I think just for the first, you know, for the first time she's she's trying to pull, hold herself up, looks probably more put together than she's looked the entire time, now in her more dragon form, her draconic form, and waves as she starts descending the stairs.
4: And as you all make your way over to the staircase, Orna heading down, almost floating away, turning into Mist, and then nothing, as you all look to go to the third floor. Now, with this interesting epitaph, the observant hand, which seems to be important for unlocking the hoard at the top of the tower, will pause, and the next time we get together, it will be the third level of the tower. But but for now, hey. No, Bernie
3: says, no one dare tell Thondrovac that Orna is
4: our favorite dragon,
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 100% better than
5: Thondrovac.
4: And Nicole, thank you so much for joining us. As- yes.
5: yes, you were a pleasure. Thank yeah. you. Thank you all. This was so much fun.
4: I'm glad you had fun. Uh, for those who would like to follow you because you were amazing and would like to know more about you, where can they find you on the internet?
5: Uh, You can find me on the internet as a trans tiefling on, uh, you know, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, all the, the T's there. Yeah. Just, uh, just posting random nerdy stuff and, and uh, making random content.
4: (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you everybody for playing and uh, thank you to everybody at home. We'll maybe have another guest coming next time on the third level of Wonder God's Tower. But for now, we'll see you next encounter. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, then visit us at distinguishedadventurers.com. There you can find links to our podcast and social media, pictures and bios of our cast, info on our Patreon, and much more. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our Patreon patrons, and extend a special thanks to our top-tier patrons. Thank you, Forrest from StabbyQuest, Jesse Florence, Nate Zakari, Rebecca, AKA Bunny Monster, Sir Narvi and Sailor Tweak, John Oddi, Linnea Boyev, Lori, AKA Calamity Jane, and Hunted Shadows LLC.